0: Hi there, welcome to the Neurodivergent Magic podcast. I'm your host, Megan Griffith, and I am so excited to have you here. On this podcast, we talk about all forms of neurodivergence, from ADHD to learning disorders to giftedness to autism and more. If any of that sounds familiar, welcome to Neurodivergent Magic. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to another episode of the Neurodivergent Magic Podcast. Today, we are gonna get kind of real. (laughs) We're gonna talk about shame and neurodivergence and how those two things are inextricably linked. Now, before we get started, I'm already backtracking. When I say they're inextricably linked, what I mean is in the society we currently live in, it is very difficult. For neurodivergent people to not experience profound amounts of shame. What I don't mean is that shame is somehow a natural born trait of neurodivergent people because that is simply not true. Neurodivergent people are not born ashamed just the way neurotypical people are not born ashamed. Shame has no natural place in our world. It is purely a force for evil, in my opinion. Now, to be fair, shame should not be confused with guilt. Guilt is a completely different emotion. Guilt, I guess, let's let's start this episode by defining our terms. So guilt is when you feel bad about something you have done because it doesn't align with your values. Shame is when you feel bad about who you are. And shame is simply not welcome in my house anymore. I used to live in a world constructed by shame. And I simply refuse. (laughs) I refuse. I have started tearing that world apart piece by piece and painstakingly rebuilding a different world built with love and acceptance. And, you know, when I haven't been able to reach for love or acceptance, then just neutrality, at least. Maybe I'm not an amazing person. Maybe I'm not lovable, but I'm sure as hell not so awful that I have to hate myself all the time. So why do I say that shame and neurodivergence are linked? Well, it's because when you grow up different, when there's something about you that doesn't fit into the quote unquote norm, people notice. And oftentimes when people notice you're different, but they're too young or too immature to fully process and accept that difference, they other you for it. They see you as the other and therefore a threat of some kind. And in order to neutralize that threat, they will try to take you down a peg. They point out your differences as though they are a bad thing in order to protect themselves from the unknown. They know you're different. They don't understand it. And so they make fun of you for it. And, and this is typically children who do this. But let's face it, there's a lot of adults who do this as well. A great example of this actually came up in my neurodivergent magic group coaching program tonight. Somebody was sharing their experience, and they said that uh, when they go to family parties now, they try to ask, "Hey, will there be like a space for me to go to to calm down if I get overstimulated?" And um, when the answer was no, they were like, "I'm not sure I can come. Then I I need the space I'm in to be safe for me." and the relative, their response was to say, oh, but it'll make your grandma so sad. You don't want to make your grandma so sad. And at the surface level, this seems like some minor guilt tripping. But in reality, it is some deep shame shit. Because what you are saying is your needs, part of what defines you as a person, your existence as you are, is going to make someone sad. It's not just your absence, but the reason for your absence. The fact that you're absent because you're sticking up for yourself is going to make someone else sad. And this idea that who you are is enough to upset someone else or to make them sad instead of to celebrate is so demoralizing. And neurodivergent folks get this shit all the time. We hear it all the time in all of these little ways all of the instances of how we are not enough or how we're too much or somehow both. And it is so impossible to exist as a neurodivergent person in this world without shame, because we are seen as the other. We are seen as a defective version of normal. Hi there, everybody. I just want to take a minute to interrupt this podcast episode to tell you all about my program, Neurodivergent Magic. Get shit done in 24 hours or less. Executive dysfunction is one of the number one problems for neurodivergent folks. And if you don't know, executive dysfunction is basically when you really want to do something, you are trying to do something, and you just can't get yourself to do it. This is one of the biggest issues amongst neurodivergent people. And I have learned so much on how to cope with it that I want to pass it on to you. In this nine-week group coaching program, we will cover both the emotional side of executive dysfunction and the practical side. So you will learn practical tools for how to cope with it, but you'll also tackle the emotional blocks that make executive dysfunction come back over and over again. If this program sounds right for you, make sure you check out the link in the show notes. I would absolutely love to see you in neurodivergent magic. But the truth is that we're not a defective version of normal. We are something entirely different. You know, calling neurodivergent folks a defective version of normal, which no one would ever do in so many words, by the way, but they definitely say it with their actions all the time. Uh, but doing that is like saying red is a defection ver- defective version of blue, which is just not the case. They're just different. And that's exactly the same for the difference between neurotypicals and neurodivergent folks. If you're listening to this and you have always felt like too much or too little, then I need you to hear me when I say that you're not a failed version of blue. You're just red. You're just different. Now, notice when I say that you're different, I'm not saying that your neurodivergence is a superpower, because personally, I don't really fall into that camp. I don't believe that neurodivergence is a superpower, or at least I don't believe it's solely a superpower. I believe that neurodivergence is a disability in a lot of ways, and also a difference. And it's not simple enough to just call it a superpower and be done or to just call it a disability and be done the truth is it's it's complex being neurodivergent is a different way of thinking a different way of existing in this world that is just as correct as anybody else's way so even though it's not a superpower in my book that doesn't mean you're broken It's not black and white. The choices are not superpower or terribleness. The truth is it's somewhere in between, something much more complicated than either one of those options. And if you have been made to feel bad about your neurodivergence your entire life, then I just need you to know you're not alone. You are not the only person who was constantly singled out for being quote unquote weird in some way. You were not the one, the only one who was belittled or invalidated or gaslighted their whole lives for being different. The truth is there's a whole community of us and we're coming out of the woodwork. The neurodivergent community is saying hello to the world and we are carving out a place for ourselves because we deserve a seat at the table. But it's really hard to occupy that seat if you're convinced you don't belong there. And for too long, the neurotypical world has kept us away from the table by convincing us that we don't belong there. So let's not do their job for them, okay? And when I say them, sorry, I don't mean to pit neurotypicals versus neurodivergent folks. That's not my goal. When I say them, i more mean, you know, in the way that when we talk about men, we're not really talking about men, we're talking about the patriarchy. I'm talking about capital N neurotypical society, not individual neurotypical people, just to clarify. (laughs) But don't let neurotypical society convince you that you don't deserve a seat at the table because you do. You and your beautiful, different mind is important. And the way you view the world is needed. You are needed exactly as you are. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode helped you feel less alone and I will see you next Saturday. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify, leave a review over on Apple Podcasts, and tune in next Saturday for another amazing episode.